welcome to Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, the number one best-selling author of Sensitivity is Your Superpower, How to Harness Your Gifts, Fulfill Your Purpose, and Create a Life of Joy. And if you are someone who identifies as a highly sensitive person or who I call a sensitive soul, I would love for you to check out my Sensitive Soul Empowerment Guide. It's the three ways of navigating your way to more peace, positivity, prosperity, so you can, you know, fulfill what you really want to in your life and uh, really enjoy your life. So that's a free guide, and you can get that at sensitivesoulguide.com. So it's a Sensitive Soul Empowerment Guide, and you can get it at sensitivesoulguide.com. Okay, awesome. So I'm so happy you are with me today because I have a very special guest, and his name is Juan Lee, and he is an author and teacher on the most powerful principle of love. Now, one of the reasons, and I want to tell you this little story, that one of the reasons I wanted Juan on the show today is because of the topic we're going to be talking about. So the book he's written is called Love Made Simple, and I highly recommend everyone go grab a copy of that. One of the things I wanted to make sure that we cover today, and that's why I have Juan on, is related to the topic of where religion divides, love unites. In other words, you know, Juan has spent a very long time researching and studied organized religion for about 30 years or so. And he's, you know, looked at all these different religions and found elements that unite humanity. And that's his passion is to share the message of this, what he's discovered with those who need it most. And so he's turned, you know, these teachings of love over the many years to find strength, understanding, and hope and helping others to do that. Um, and you can check out his mission at clearjourney.org. So clearjourney.org and learn more about him and his mission and some of the wonderful things he's doing. And here's the thing, you know, he has seen the message of love made so difficult and religions unfortunately have not necessarily been that helpful. In fact, um, we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, some of the problems related to religion and, and what we see on the world is that there's a lot of fighting and, um, you know, division and polarity and, you know, God is going to win and Satan's going to be killed and, you know, all this kind of stuff just floating around uh, on the Internet, your neighbors, that kind of thing. So what we'd love, uh, you know, to do is is what he does best is remove some of that confusion of, you know, what all the point is in the religion uh, and then boiling it down to make it really simple. So he can neutralize religions, making the message of love universal. You know, he tends to find things that people have in common instead of looking for things that divide. Love Made Simple is this book that I was telling you about, A Guide to Inner Peace, Contentment, and Success. Highly recommend it. It's like your essential manual for aligning your abilities to gain clarity of mind and soul. So if you like to overcome fear, like so many of us need right now, to do that um, and do it with practical tools, pursuing self-improvement. If you really like that kind of thing, then I think you really like his liberating book. So in this show, we're going to talk about why most religions feel really restrictive when it comes to the message of love and how to separate the message from the practice, how to use love as foundation of your life and understand you are never alone. You're part of this thing we call humanity. Um, growth, self-reflection, mindset practices that you can actually um, use to put you on that path of hope and methods to confidently navigate all stages of your life to propel you to greater success, whether that is in business or family or relationships. It's all, you know, these underlying principles. So without further ado, welcome, Juan. Hello. How are you today? Thank you. I'm doing great. So great to have you on the show and, and talking about this super important topic. I think, I think you know, love is like the most important topic right now. Wouldn't you agree? I agree. It's uh, in time, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, what got you to this point? Uh, I mean, obviously, 30 years of your life, you know, studying organized religion. I, I can't, you know, I got to tell you this funny story, Juan, before... <laughs> Before I let you talk, I was actually in university and I needed a credit um, to fill my, you know, my university studies and so I could pick any elective. And I thought, well, you know, I'm kind of spiritual, so I'm going to pick religions of the world. So I get to the class. Now, it's, it was the least expensive textbook I ever bought because I'm in, in science, right? So our textbooks were like 70 80 you know, $150. This religion textbook was like, what, $14, <laughs> okay? It was this really, really thick, <laughs> but it was small, like it was just thick, and with tiny, tiny letter, uh, letters and words, religions of the world. So we have this textbook, and I'm like, that'll be a breeze, right? So, 
So I'm thinking, okay, this will be an elective. I'll just whip through this and, you know, because all my other science courses are super hard. So I get to the class and, you know, and, and we get the book, right? And they said, well, read whatever chapter. And I start reading this. And I had to look it up in the dictionary about five times on the first page. I didn't know what these were. <laughs> And I look at the rest of the book, and it was like thousands of pages, this, this book, even though it was a paperback. And I thought to myself, okay, Karen, if you have to look up these words, like in the dictionary, like every single page, this is not going to be an easy credit. <laughs> so I ended up exiting the class, and I usually am very stubborn, so I tend not to like want to fail. and things. Anyway, so I was like, this is not going to be easy. So I literally exited the class. Uh, Return the book to the library and uh, fill that uh, that credit with linguistics, and I got an A plus. So <laughs> anyway, so yeah. I, I'm pretty impressed. Okay, that you've been studying this for 30 years, and so how did you, you know, get to this place? Boy, that's a big question. That's a big question because I tell you, it's not easy because it's almost as though it's it's, it's meant to be confusing. Hmm. Um, so, um, it started for me at about 17, I graduated from high school and I didn't have any direction. I was lost. And, um, what had happened was I graduated from high school with an undiagnosed learning disability. Mm. Um, so up until that point, you can imagine my frustration. Uh-huh. I had lived a life of being categorized as everything other than who I was. Um, I was slow. I was a disciplinary, a disciplinary problem. Um, that was basically just frustration playing itself out. Um, I was in special education. And when I graduated from high school, I felt unprepared for life. I was just literally, I felt hopeless. I did not know how I was going to survive. Now, take this into consideration. I I grew up in a middle-class home um, in Maryland, and yet um, my future did not look very hopeful. Right. And so... I um, I joined the Air Force um, after, you know, finding, you know, I was trying to get as far away from education as as I possibly could, or from academics anyway, (laughs) Um, because because they they defined me, and they defined me as being inadequate. I mean, that's basically, you know, I I didn't feel like I had no identity. It was just like I I just didn't measure up. And they yep. just pushed me through the system. And so I was just, I didn't have anything to, to identify with that I could say who I am. Mm-hmm. But when I went into the Air Force, I went into the military, um, that changed. Um, now, I had been in religion all of my life. I had been in, I'd been in Baptist and Catholic and at that, up until that point, I'd been basically Baptist and Catholic. I'd been, I went to Catholic school, but I was going to Baptist church. So I had had experiences with both Catholicism and Protestant um, religions. Uh-huh. And um, so when I, I'd been hearing, you know, you, you hear about it, and I got saved, um, but that really the understanding of what that meant was basically what I was lacking. And and what that basically led me to was having all of these understanding of what, you know, about this love, but had no action associated with it. It was this person did this for me, and now I am free, I guess. Okay. But I didn't. But I didn't feel that uh, that overwhelming uh, freedom, so to speak. Mm. Um, that that um, bondage was still there um, because of no understanding or no application or no action 
that I could do um, or could possess or could actualize um, anything that could make a difference in my experience that I was having on in my life. Um, and so as a result, uh, you know, it led me to that point of being hopeless. But when I went into the military, I joined the military, there was certainty, there were certain things that they instilled in us and they were attitudes and systems. And the attitudes were required for the systems to work because without the attitude, the systems just didn't work. Even though the system was meant to work, the systems required an attitude that required you to buy into the system. You had to believe in the system. You had to, you had to know that your part was sufficient and necessary for the system to work. And that yeah. meant that take, it took on a whole different attitude. You had to take on a whole different mindset at that point. That was the thing about the military that meant that that changed that the difference between civilian life and the military life. It's the, uh-huh. it's the ability to be able to adapt to a culture that requires you to buy into the system. Right. And you have to realize that without buying into that system, you're not going to function in that system appropriately. And well, that, that would explain a lot. That <laughs> I yeah. think you said it really – well, I'm just imagining myself in the military. <laughs> I was like, well, oh, I well, well, but here's the wonderful thing about it is was that when I realized that, is that I realized that life in general follows something very similar or vice versa. The military follows something very similar to life and that it is a system also. Mm. Life is a system. Yeah. And if you don't understand it or if you don't have the right attitude towards it, it won't produce what you're looking for or your outcomes that you're desiring. And so what, what the, what the comparison there was is that in the military, we had something in common. Every one of us had Mm -hmm. something in common that was bigger than any one of us. Okay. And that was national defense. Okay. The ability to be able to protect the United States of America the Constitution and all that it stood for and represented. We all had that same thing in common. So it didn't matter where we came from across the country, north, south, east, or west. We put the uniform on and we had that in common. Right, right. Didn't matter and what I color really, you were or whether you're a woman or man or, you know, it's that same mission. And that It didn't of- matter. So, so, so then here we go. We had those three things. We had a system, the, the, the common goal, and we had to have the, the right attitude. Right. We needed those components. We needed those three components for this thing, for us to have the outcome that we were desiring, and that was to protect and preserve the United States of America. Mm-hmm. And so that attitude, those systems, and that goal, that thing that we had in common, was then something that I could use not only in the military, but I could see the similarities to life in and itself. And so what I was looking for in life was those three components, the attitude, the goal, and the system. And the system had been given to me as a result of some of the things that I had learned in in my religious and my Christian background, and that was love. Love was the system that never failed. Right. And yet I still needed something to put it to connect to so that I could be able to get the outcome I desired every time, and that was love has attitudes. Love required attitudes. Now, see, the thing about attitudes are 
that attitudes are only a demonstration of your motivation. It demonstrates your motivation. Okay. That's what that's what attitudes do. They actually once you begin to position an attitude, it begins to address and look at a situation and it really denotes what your attitude is or your motivation towards that situation. And so that then then that being the case, then what is the thing that we all have in common? Humanity. So that's the goal is to protect and preserve humanity using love and those attitudes to ensure that that would be my, that my outcome, my motivation would be to protect and preserve humanity. Mm. And so there in turn came love made simple. Love made simple. The three things you need is a common goal, the system, and the attitude. The attitudes of love that will drive your actions, that produce the outcome, that in this case is produce it protecting and preserving humanity. Oh, I love it. I love how you've broken that down into this really, really simple model. It makes so much sense. And, um, it, it, you know, why, why is religion is it make it so, so complicated? <laughs> mm. tell, me, tell me, I mean, you've, you've studied all these things, right? And, you know, one religion says, well, my way is better. If you don't do this, you're going to burn in hell. And, mm. you know, all this kind of stuff. Like, what is that about? It's so scary for little okay. children. I know it was for me to hear all that. Okay. You, you want to know the, 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 the short answer to it? Sure. <laughs> the, the short answer to it is that religion is a business. Mm. That's the yeah. bottom line. Okay. Yeah. And gotta... every and every business has a bottom line. Every business has a bottom line. Okay. And businesses need customers to continue to stay in business. Correct. Got it. So then no difference than McDonald's or Burger King, both of them are going to tout that theirs are better than the other one. Oh. Okay. So they There's set themselves no on this competitive place because they need customers or to stay well, afloat. Well, so I mean, it may let that, well, well, see, here's the point. Every from In, in many of my neighborhoods, or, or in many cases, there's been a church on every corner. Yes, same here. Same here. <laughs> and, and, and so for the case of being able to stay afloat, you need participants. You need people to be a part of your congregation. And if they don't have, if you, if they can't show that they're needed or you, they, you need them, then you'll find somewhere else to go if go at all. Now, again, don't, don't take my statements wrong. The church has had a very significant role in a lot of our community. Mm-hmm. Um, but the message is not in, in many cases done intentionally to confuse. I believe that it's done out of the fact that we just don't understand. Right. And we have a history of just doing what has been done before. Mm-hmm. And the story goes like this. And the story has gone like this. And, you know, we're not willing to change or to challenge things that are typically against the norm of what we come to know as to be, quote, quote unquote, the truth, so to speak. And what I say to that is, is that, and what I realize is that there's no right or wrong. Love is universal. How you get there is an individual experience. But if you get there, once you get there, it benefits us all. It benefits us all because we have that in common. When we decide to love, no one can stop us. No one. It's a choice. 
And so when we experience that and we are able to give it, because love is something, it's the ability to be able to, to act on behalf of another. It's a selflessness. And when we're able to operate out of that, there comes automatically to be able to do that, you have to have this degree of, of ability to be secure in who you are because you can't give something that you don't have. And when you're unsecure, you're insecure in who you are, it makes it very difficult to give something and you really don't understand what it is and, and it, you're, you're questioning it. You're, you're, you're going to be very apprehensive to give, so try to give something that you don't have. And that's, that's the confusion. That's the confusion about it. Mm-hmm. When you're able to give out of what you have and you know that confidence of what you have, see, that was what the military gave me, was the confidence in my identity through that system with those attitudes to reach those outcomes. Oh, I had the confidence now to find out where I, what I had to offer and then begin to give out, out, out of what I had to offer. And that, that made all the difference. It made all the difference to be able to be, to feel like I had something that was important, that was sufficient and it was necessary. That's what fulfillment is about. Let me ask you. That's the ability to be able to, to do that. Yeah. You know, um, what you were saying before about selflessness, right? Where we do hear a, a lot of that word uh, being thrown around in many different ways and versions of it. So can you, like, I'll give you an, an example. So some of us are being uh, admonished for being selfish mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we wish to take care of our bodies in the way that we choose mm-hmm. to rather than mm-hmm. sacrificing our bodies for the potential so-called health of other people. So, you know, a lot of people say, well, you're selfish, you know, and, but we want, you know, you're saying that we should be more selfless, but I'd, I'm pretty sure you're not saying we should sacrifice ourselves either. Now, of course, people that are well, you know, Christian are into sacrifice a lot. <laughs> no, 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 no. Here, here, here's the point. You're, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna be very amazed at this answer. Both of right. your answers are correct. You do both, but you have to do them in a proper manner, in a way that really puts things in order. So, for instance, sacrifice is the first element of love. It's the very first element of love. Now. How do you navigate that in a society that's driven on selfishness or taking care? Like, for instance, a lot of people, the word today is self-love, okay? A lot of people are touting this this, this mantra of self-love. The first thing that love does is that it develops self. It develops self identifies three elements, you get to know self, accept self, and then develop self. And the love allows you to do that. When you, are, when you identify love, because what the attitudes of love are, and you have to first, remember I was saying you first got to be able to identify love for yourself? Yeah. You got to be able to identify love in yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, we want to try to give something that we don't have. And if we've not developed ourselves, we're giving something that we don't have or something that we perceive, or you're trying to give something that somebody else has, and that's not yours to give. And so that makes it very difficult when it comes down to trying to present something to someone else that that resembles love, and it's really not. You're, you're really exposing yourself for not being able to love because it's really difficult you, you, it's, and it's almost impossible. You, you can't because you end up giving 
out of being begrudgingly. You're, you're grudging. You're like, hey, I don't want to do this, but I feel like I got to do this. No, no, that's not love. Right. A lot of people that's are in not that love. space where they're being mm-hmm. forced, conditioned, uh, you know, convinced uh, because they're they're afraid of being seen as selfish. No. And see, and that's the whole point. That's the whole point. See, here, here's the here's the Here's the, the power of love. No one can take something that you're willingly offering. When you're willingly offering it, nobody can take it. And again, remember, nobody can convince you to not to love, and nobody can force you to love. See, this is a willingness to love, to, to, to act on behalf of someone else, Okay. That means that this is something that I desire to do because it fulfills me to give. Mm-hmm. Right. It okay? Me. Mm-hmm. It fulfills me to give. Now, there should not be any bondage to that. There should be peace, contentment, and success along with that. What do you mean by success? But it all... Success means that basically you have all your needs met. You've done things in order, and it presents itself in a manner in which you have this clarity to be able to navigate life. Mm, okay. See, see that, that's this peace that surpasses any type of situation or circumstance because it doesn't matter. See, circumstances and, and trials, they're going to come. You know, life is going to be life. It's driven by time. And it's, it's here now, and it's gone. And when something happens, you have, the, you have to respond accordingly as it pertains to how you're going to navigate it, okay? And you don't get do-overs in it, you know? It's, this is what it is, and it, you've got to be able to. Now, the better you're prepared, and this goes back into something, a key element of what my nonprofit, Clear Journey, is about, It's about preparation. When you're able to prepare for life challenges, and that's, again, one of the things that we try to do with Clear Journey is to give young people, young adults, um, the the clarity, the preparation necessary to navigate life's challenges because they're coming. That wouldn't be life if there were no challenges. Right. Okay? But to be able to navigate them, is the key thing, and how do you do that is to, have, is to have clarity, to be able to understand where you are, where you fit, and how, what it is you have to offer. It's that knowing that you bring something to the table through every experience. It doesn't matter what the experience is. You have a perspective, and if that perspective is driven by this desire to uh, protect and preserve humanity, and see, you and I are a part of that. So then anything that, that, that action has benefits to you and I. So that's a way that you begin to gauge whether or not this is truly a selfless act or a selfish act because it, it benefits us all. Yeah, it, it's like uh, I'm a big picture person, so I like flying up into the big picture and see – you know, how this affects the, the whole rather than just necessarily my individual life or even my family's life. And sometimes those decisions are different, <laughs> you know, based on what perspective. Well, yeah, I think, yeah, and, and I think one of the other very big variables here um, in being able to navigate this is to understand the role of death in life. Mm, okay. Yeah. Death Talk has a role. Death has a role that that it's in life. It's 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 the end of an experience that began at birth. Okay, mm-hmm. and that experience that 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 death event fills your investment into humanity for eternity. Ooh, can you say that again? That was profound. It, it seals your investment into humanity for eternity. That means that everything that you've done, 
you understand that it has a purpose, that this experience called life from birth to death is an investment into humanity. What's the investment you want to leave? That's the question. Mm-hmm. Everybody has to ask, ask, answer that question because guess what? It's going to be sealed into eternity. Mm. Wow. And see, we, we have to look at this experience. See, this experience called life is a moment-by-moment experience. It's temporary. It's not short. It cannot be lengthened. It's temporary. It's moment-by-moment. What's your investment going to be? We need to be able to think like that. We have to understand that these, the, 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 the experience that we are engaged in is a moment-by-moment experience. And if we don't recognize that, we, we fail to engage it in the manner in which it has the, 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 to pre, the ability to present what it is that we're desiring, and that is the, the protecting and preserving humanity. We look like we're, we're becoming byproducts of something instead of engaging in it proactively. We are part of it. We we are part of something that's very. It's bigger than ourselves. Yep. But yet we're very important. We play a very important part. Let me give you an example of um, you know the something that uh, somewhat triggered me <laughs> a year and a bit ago. Um, a Facebook friend, a local person. Um, had he said I'm doing a little game I'm counting the uh, the number of out of town license plates and I thought I don't know this game what's this game right so innocently you know looking at what is she talking about right and then I realized when I was um, you know when I was reading the thread I got triggered because people were like yeah out of town stay out of our place you know stop spreading your germs here and that kind of stuff, and I was really kind of taken aback because I just, you know, just didn't imagine that for me personally, you know, uh, feeling that way, and and so I don't know what possessed me to comment. <laughs> I commented. I said, "Well, one of the safest places on earth." Okay, that's all I commented, and uh, the person who wrote the post basically replied back to me. He says, "Well, we're not trying to make controversy here or get people into arguments." And I was like, wait a second. Like, I just wrote safest place on earth. And that, you know, I I was getting in trouble for that. (laughs) And I just was like, I don't get it because, um, but uh, like I said, I I like to see big picture. So I was like, well, to me, it felt like, screw you guys. I'm protecting my community. And that's why I care about my community, you know, and and that's why I'm counting license plates because I really don't want people in here. So it just kind of disturbed me and it was triggering at the time, uh, Juan. <laughs> um, I, I get what you're saying. I, I totally get what you're saying. Um, you bring up the other one of the very interesting things that love does is it breaks down barriers mm. and it allows us to be um, understanding and have um, tolerance um, for other perspectives. See, perspective is everything. Mm, we true. can have, and see, and 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 I'm and I'm and I'm going to go back to my military. See, the the success of the system was based on attitude, specific attitude that rendered the same result. See. The problem is, is that we have the same outcome or we want the same outcome, mm-hmm. but we have different attitudes. Right, right, right. And when, you, when, you, when you're working with one system, the system requires the same attitude. Aha. Uh-huh. 
the system of See, life. I can't case, right? put. Excuse me. The system of life in this case we're talking about in the beginning. Right, 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 right. Yeah. We, 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 we've got to have the same attitudes for the system of love to work. See, we, we want to, and that's where it's been very confusing with, with love, is because we looked at it and said, I, 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 me, 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 I love, I love, I love them, I love them. But that almost is just speaking, if you, I love them, or I love her, or I love him, what does that say about those others that you don't know or don't um, agree with? Okay. See, yeah. love, love, love is it, love is about being able to understand others' perspectives because it's essential for us to, to get it to be in the same system. See, I can't love you in a different way, in a different system. It, we've got to be in the same system. Mm. See, this this system on. See, like for instance, I give you an example. System in America is democracy, capitalism. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, for us, everybody has to work in that system. Now, what's the right attitude for that system? See, every country has their own system. What's the right system? like attitude for this system. See, because the system is programmed to do certain things. It has an outcome, a, a designated outcome. Now, for America, it is to preserve and protect the system, the democracy. It's this independence that we've desired. That's the, that's the outcome. See, and many of us don't realize that that's the bigger picture. It's not about you or I. It's how you and I fit that system to protect, that protects and preserves that democracy, mm. that republic. Right. Yeah. You know, you've really clarified the, this in in a way that is so much easier to understand because there are the folks. Um, that are giving feedback, like you're, you know, people are being told you're being selfish, you're just thinking about yourself, you know, and what you want and your own personal freedom and blah, 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 blah. Um, and, and yet it's actually really sometimes really difficult for these people because they are not the average person that's doing the average thing that everybody or almost everybody seems to be doing. They're stepping outside because they're like, yeah, but uh, this is a threat to America or, you know, freedom and our independence and all these kinds of things that you're talking about, these principles that they do ascribe to and do believe. So they're taking action based on that bigger principle, um, even though it's really inconvenient for them to do so <laughs> in their life and, and very difficult because people aren't necessarily for or uh, supporting them in, in those decisions. You know, well, I mean, we, 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 we have a very difficult situation here in America right now. Um, we're not seeing as collectively, we're not seeing America the same way. And it's very interesting. It's very, it's very traumatic in so many ways also but it's very divisive because of the very fact that we do not, we're not seeing America the same way. And the thing about it is, is that no one has a solution to it. No one has a solution to it because we're so ingrained in our own perspective, our own selfishness. Now, some people, you can say that America, America brought this on itself. You know, America bore it on itself. And yeah, it did. But the fact of America the fact of the matter is is that we're in a time and space where we can begin to influence it in a different manner, in a different way, in a way in which represents 
what it is that we want America to represent, not what it's been, not what it is, but what we want it to become. And that's what this time is about. It's what will we do? Will we help perpetuate what it was? Or will we help move the needle to where we want it to be? That's our choice. That's our coming together and making a decision to, to, to move the needle one way or another. And to be honest with you, it, it, we, the people, have to make that decision. And we don't even, we're not even clear as it relates to how to do it because we're not even getting the type of leadership that would warrant it. It's almost as though the division, and it's not as though it is, to be honest with you, but this again is why I said America has brought this on themselves because when we get to the point where politics is more rhetoric than truth, we're in a very dangerous place, mm-hmm. very dangerous place. We can't, we can't agree that what truth looks like in spite of politics. Right. And, and that people that are saying things that they feel is true uh, sometimes are being told, oh, stop being so political. <laughs> I did some healthcare posts, you know, something about something health related, and uh, some, you know, somebody said, "Well, you know, can you please stop posting these political posts?" And I was like, "What?" (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I was making a point, but I wasn't making a political point. I was making something about health, Um, but it was taken as a political thing because health, for example, which is my specialty, has been politicized, and it's, uh, Mm -hmm. you know. There's parts of that is that uh, you know has come to light in the last two years. It's been like, whoa! I had no idea what's going on, you know, behind the scenes until now. <laughs> so. And 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 to see and to see that that is now has been made, you know, it, again, it goes to show you that we're we're unable we're unable to even evaluate. Just, just, just literally look out and see what medicine. Come on now, medicine, science, political. If we can't not politicize medicine and science, we're in trouble. We are literally in trouble, and you know what? We're experiencing that type of trouble. Because there's no greater fear in anyone than their lives, to losing their lives. Right. And when you can't even depend on science, you you have this attitude or this mindset that I can't even depend on science to 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 even direct me or to guide me in something as fundamental as proven evidence as a system of science? Yeah. Well, science, I mean, science is there to be questioned and uh, can be argued for sure. And we know that, you know, even, even in, in other science, you know, it talks about the, in terms of quantum physics, that our expectations of a certain uh, thing happening can influence, you know, the results of science. Um, and that is, you know, understood. And, of course, it's very different uh, talking about, um, you know, science that is made up, science purposefully made up, which unfortunately happens. I mean, the New England Journal, you don't have to <laughs> take away any the most, the most prestigious, you know, journal in the, in the world uh, had, had to take away uh, one of the articles um, because uh, when they asked for the raw data, they didn't have any. They literally published well, that's, something that was false. Yeah, so that's not. Yeah. I mean, that's not the science we're talking about, right? I mean, it's no. You know, uh, yeah, it's like like super like 
really and like you said a little like traumatic can be traumatic you know as a, as a science person as a medical doctor I think I just sat there with my mouth open for a while because <laughs> I was like oh. this happens this actually yeah. happens OMG like I had to reconfigure my belief system because I didn't believe that something like that would ever happen <laughs> and, and there and where that's where we are that's where we are as a society. And that's, 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 that, 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 that lends itself to, to the understanding that we need to love one another. We need to not have hidden agendas. We need to have the same goals and outcomes and understand that it's not who's right, it's what's right. Ooh. We've got to get past We've got to get past this mindset of saying it's either my way or the highway. We're all in this thing together, and we're in it to preserve and protect humanity. Yeah. We're, 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 uh, we're on a path to destruction without love. And you can see it because anything – we have history has proven that great nations and, and great development and they they divide from within. They they destroy from within. It seems to have been very effective. And and you wonder why. No one can. We're in the middle of the in the in the middle of the ocean. This country, this North America. We're right in the middle of the country, in the middle of the ocean. And yet, we're destroying ourselves. We have this major, you know, this great military that has reached all around the world, but yet we're at home destroying ourselves. It, it, we're on a path of this, this path to destruction. Now, I don't mean to make this all in the political, I mean a political thing, but. But this is the consequences of this selfish attitude. Okay, so let's go and back it, to your at the attitude, right? The the the, the love is the system. Uh, the and, and our goals are to preserve and protect humanity on the biggest picture, you know, of of of. Mm -hmm. And love is that system. Mm -hmm. and you talked about those three components, and, the, and that one component of the three is this, this attitude. So this is where, you know, um, people are, you know, at least from what you're sharing with us, starting to get an idea of what attitude is necessary for love to work and for our humanity to be preserved and protected. There's seven attitudes, and the first one is we talked about was sacrifice. And remember, we're putting this into perspective where that before we can, I don't know if I told you, in that development of self where you, when love begins to first, you begin to recognize it, mm -hmm. it's these attitudes that you ingest into yourself. You put them into yourself so that they can develop you uh, first and foremost. Gotcha. So, so the first one is sacrifice. Anything worth accomplishing to develop is going to take sacrifice. Mm -hmm. The other one is humility. You've got to accept the fact that you need help. I love You've that. got to be willing to understand that you're not on an island, you don't have all the answers, and you need help. The big one is that you need to be courageous because love is going to require you to be courageous. Those those attitudes that you're going to be administering and presenting, you're going to have to make those stands in many cases alone until we get to a point where people understand that your sacrifice and your humility, that ability is for their benefit instead of threatening them. It's to enhance them. It's to, it's to protect them. Mm. That's not always the case. Yeah, They're not going to be at all with really that. Yeah, getting that part yet. They just think I'm dissing them. No. <laughs> and I'm not. Then, then the other one is, is, is just caring, just having this ability to understand that, you know, our neighbors, our friends, 
have that desire to want to care for people. Okay. You know, if you have that, if you can give, that means that you have. That means that you're probably better off than someone else if you can give. So that's where people talk about it's better, it's better to give than to receive. If you can give, it implies that you have it. And if they're yeah. receiving it, that in many cases means that they don't have it. And, that, and, and, and here's the point. It's not that you're going to give to your own demise. You're giving it out of the abundance. Yeah. And that's what development allows you to do. It allows you to give out of abundance. And then the other one is discipline. No one is going to be looking over your shoulder to look and see whether or not you're loving or not. You've got to be able to be disciplined enough to know that the benefits outweigh whatever the circumstances are, whatever the situation is. It's going to be just taste discipline. Then responsibility. Some you people have to think own. that's a four-letter word. <laughs> Responsibility? Is that what you said? Yeah, no, some people, I'm making a joke that some people, you know, think, think that's a four-letter word, <laughs> responsibility. Uh, that, oh, that, no. Yeah, there's people like myself, Juan, who are unfortunately or fortunately overly responsible. <laughs> so I had to kind of tame that. A well, little. Um, but yeah, yeah, well, yeah I, I, get, well, I totally agree with you. <laughs> Responsibility is, in many cases, owning your actions. Yeah. Yep. And owning. our choices. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And instead of and and, and 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 accepting the fact that ownership is is in many cases, you know, defining who you are. It, everybody doesn't have to agree with it or accept it, but don't deny it. Own it. Now, if it's in line with the protecting and preserving of humanity, you're really going to have to because everybody's not going to see it. But the fact of the matter is, is that I'm owning it. This is me. This is it. You know, a lot of people that I've been talking to about Love Made Simple is like, man, you're looking for this utopia. And I'm like, yeah. But the fact of the matter is, is that it's, it's reachable to every one of us. It's, it's so something too. that each and, it's each and every one of us presents utopia, guess what we would have? Mm-hmm. We would have utopia. Yep. And it's, at, and it's each and every one of us has the ability, situation by situation, the ability to administer love. Now, when it's working very well, that means that I'm loving you and you're loving me back and everything, that circle is just working and we're all getting our needs met and everything is working just right. That's the challenge for everybody to get on board with the system, providing what they have to offer, and then being able to give it to one another. And the final one is tenacity, is that we've got to have this ability that we're not going to give up with that, that mindset that we're in it to win it to the end. That's what love does. It doesn't give up. That's, that's one of the other elements that makes sure that it wins is that we're successful, is that we don't give up. We're going to be in it until, it's, until the end. Mm-hmm. Those are the attitudes of love. Wow. I love it. I love it. I really do. I mean, it's just like totally resonating with me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, it's, I it's, couldn't it's, agree more. It's, it's, love, it's love made simple. And, and I, I just love this three-prong system, and uh, I would love for you just to, I know you said it before, but to just to really get that in, you know, for people who are listening in, you know, just to reiterate, what are those three things that make up, you know, for, for us to, to do what we say we want to do here on the planet? We got well, it, it's to understand, it's, it's the three components, it's the system, it's the goal, which is the outcome, and it's the attitude. If you have now, now, if you have the attitude now, there is a formula that you plug the attitudes into, okay? And the attitude or the formula is driven by time. You know, it's this experience is driven by time. Okay. And every experience 
do, requires an outcome. Okay, it's going an outcome is going to happen. It's sort of like the old adage is that things come to pass. The reason that they're going to come to pass is because they're going. Time is going to continue, and it's going to pass. Okay, every situation there's going to come to a some type of outcome. It's inevitable, and so whether or not you have an attitude of love that you're going to experience that that attitude or that perspective of that situation through, or another attitude, it's going to have a it's going to produce an outcome. Okay, there's going to be an outcome. Now, whether or not it's the outcome you're looking for, that you're desiring, it's another story. Now, because that's the difference between luck and preparation. Gotcha. You know, if you get an outcome that you like and you didn't prepare for it, that was luck. (laughs) You can't count on that. Right. But if you get the outcome that you planned for, that was preparation. Uh-huh. Okay. That's the difference. That's, that's, that's the difference in, in knowing that you can be successful and then hoping that you can be successful. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, you, you can make a ton of memes here. <laughs> I'm writing the, your quotes down here. I'm going to quote you. Uh, yeah, it's, it's so true. And in, in my experience, it's, uh, that's what I have kind of discovered is, is those pieces that you're talking about, um, you know, those, those seven attitudes of love. Um, and, and, you know, the first one when you talked about sacrifice, I think uh, uh, that is misconstrued by a great number of people. Uh, mm-hmm. In terms of you know the system we're talking about, um, and uh, but the the other ones you know the humility, cour- courageousness, caring, discipline, responsibility, tenacity is exactly kind of like you know some of my biggest uh, what I would call values. Um, if somebody mm-hmm. say what are your top ten values, I mean you pretty much almost I, I probably wouldn't have put sacrifice as one of them, but <laughs> I pretty much put all of the 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 rest in my set of values. Um, of, of what makes me me. So uh, it, it's really neat to, you know, to hear you talk about this and, and that there is a lot of hope here, so much, you know, to, to, we can create a new reality. We can create a new United States. We can create a new world uh, to what it is that we wish the outcome to be. And as we're all clear on that outcome is to protect and preserve humanity, then, wow, <laughs> then we can all, be on the same page. And at least it creates an opportunity to have conversation, something that we're unable to have right now. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Especially, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, my latest challenge, which I've, you know, told some of my tribe members about is, is just, um, you know, uh, certain, for example, you know, certain businesses that I support. Um, and these people are, you know, beautiful, lovely people and friends of mine. And, and, um, um, they have chosen to um, to do what somebody in government says, even though that person in government actually didn't create a law or order around that. And that ruling, I consider not healthy, especially for children. And uh, but the businesses are just going to follow the whatever they say on the press release. And I pointed out, well, you know, it's actually not a law and I would like to support your business, but it's really important for me to, to know that you're not going to support something illegal or something that is anti-human in this case. Um, didn't have those words then, um, but they didn't understand what I was talking about. And uh, they're like, well, we can concede by doing this. Maybe we can do this for you instead. But no, nope, you know, if you come in, you need to, in this case, wear a mask. Um, and so I, you know, I've been like, kind of like, okay, do I go? Don't I go? Do I go? Don't I go? You know? Um, but now that I'm, you know, when I, when I'm listening to you and talking about, you know, preserving, protecting humanity, that actually really helps me in my decision. And also to be communicate, not that they would understand necessarily, but communicate why I'm making the decision I am making. It's a lot more work. I got to tell you, <laughs> right? Talk about absolutely and, and discipline and responsibility. A lot more work because I got to, you know, call people, you know, figure out like, you know, what that company is. Am I going to support this company who is in alignment, who's going to help preserve, you know, humanity or not? And that and that means leaving 
some places that, you know, there was a, there's a retreat center uh, far away from me, but close enough I could drive. I love, love, love this place. I've been going there for decades, you know? And they enacted some sort of rule for the people that worked there and the people that came on campus that I was shocked, especially since they're all into holistic healing and spirituality and all this kind of stuff. And I thought, I can't, I, I can't support them anymore <laughs> um, because that's counter to this thing, you know, and then you said it so beautifully, you know, just the uh, preservation and protection of humanity. So, wow. Juan, you've, you've, I mean, this is a fantastic and amazing book that you have and, and the principles um, in it, it. It just simplifies, like you said, love made simple. It simplifies things so much down. So we, we, when we're looking at the surface, the, you know, the rules, the religions, the politics, whatever, it's really, people get so confused, like, what should I do? What should I do? Right? But what you've really done is, you know, distilled it down is, I know, you know, some people say, what would love do? Or what would Jesus do? What would love do? You know, but, but you've distilled it down in a, a really uh, easy to understand way. Um, so mm-hmm. that's really going to help us make those decisions so we can take action in alignment with the outcome that we've said we wanted. <laughs> Brilliant. Yep. Well done. Yep. Fantastic. Thank oh. you. Oh, my goodness. I love it. I love it. Now, our time is running. Um, down here, Juan, I want to make sure everyone listening in can find you. So clearjourney.org, so all one word, everyone, clearjourney.org. Um, you can get in touch with Juan there. Also, you can see some of the mission and the amazing work that uh, him and his team are doing uh, in this space. Um, and, of course, uh, the book, Love Made Simple, um, it, you know, you can get it wherever you know wherever you buy books. So Amazon, then go Barnes and Noble, Indiebound, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You can get a copy of the book. And uh, Juan would love for you to, you know, if there's any last words you want to, you know, share with people, um, a final, you know, a final piece of wisdom. We'd love to hear that. Well, thank you. Um, first of all, I just let people know that this is not my crusade all by myself. I need your help. I need anyone who's interested and and want to get engaged in this mission of love um, through my nonprofit. Everything that you do with me goes to support the nonprofit. It's to basically support the the, the practical application of love. Um, and so, you know, anybody who's interested, you know, by all means, you can send me an email at info at wanleadedoutheauthor.com. Or you can send me an email at clearjourney2020 um, at gmail.com. Um, and we can talk about how you can support us, how we can. We're looking for supporters. We're looking for partners. We're looking for um, sponsors. Anyone that um, wants to be a part of this because, you know, I can't do it by myself. And we need each other. Um, so, and in addition to, I want to let people know if you're interested, I have a um, a little um, uh, lesson that I put together. It's called the three mistakes that prevent you from living your happiest and fulfilling life. Um, if you go to my Instagram page, you can get the uh, the freebie there, or you can just go to extra slash freebie, and you can get that, those three steps, those three A's that we, that, that those mistakes that we make um, that prevent us from living a happier and more fulfilling life. Just wanted to let you know to share that with your listeners that you can get that. It's free. So okay. Yeah, I think you have your Instagram room. handle right here um, on our notes. So we'll include that mm-hmm. uh, link as well. We have uh, your Facebook, your Twitter, and of course, Juan Lee, the author, and then the clearjourney.org. So, um, you know, we'll put that either in our, our, in our email sequence, social media uh, events, and um, or have put it in the events, and uh, um, also, you know, on the radio show page, um, if that, well, whatever we can fit, that, that's a little bit limited in, in, <laughs> in a number of But by all means. I'll make sure All that, that you can reach out to me. <laughs> so yeah. that people can see that and, and get your freebie. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to, mm-hmm. once, once I get back on my phone, I'll, I'll find you on Insta. 
so I can uh, friend you and uh, or, or follow you rather, and, and same thing with Facebook. I don't do Twitter anymore. They they decided that they didn't like uh, sound healing apparently, so <laughs> they, 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 they didn't deplatform me. But they, I was like, really? You're gonna like shut my account because I did a radio show on sound and music healing? Well, they didn't explain why, so I was like, wow. oh, you're done. Goodbye. I don't need you. <laughs> uh, well, less less work doing that. Anyway, uh, Juan, it's been such a great pleasure. Um, thank you so much for you know creating this 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 book, Love Made Simple, and also your organization, Clear Journey. Um, you know, we let's stay connected. You know, um, we both know people, right? Um, so we help each other, support each other, and that's the best thing to do. Please. So definitely, for folks listening in, definitely follow Juan. Uh, in on Facebook, so um, facebook.com forward slash Juan Lee author, and then instagram.com forward slash Juan Lee author, all one word. And then please go to clearjourney.org and see what awesome things that Juan is doing. And let's, let's all support each other on this love mission because uh, it's absolutely crucial um, that, that we do this now. So thank you, Juan, so yeah. much for being you. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you for having me. I knew this was going to be good and it didn't, didn't disappoint me at all. My pleasure. It's awesome. And thanks, everyone, for listening. And until next time, lots of love, everyone.